Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Leisha with you. Great to have you back. And I've got two special guests today, and they're both solutions builders, which means they build stuff that's pretty cool. I'm joined by Garvit Singh, who's a solution builder based out of our Herndon, Virginia office. Welcome, Garvit. Hi, Simon. And welcome to the podcast. And I'm also joined by Tom Horton, who's based out of our Seattle office. Welcome, Tom. Hey, how's it going? Good. So we've got coast to coast in the US, and we've also got northern and summer southern hemispheres so we're covered and we're going to be talking about two things today we're going to be talking about some aws answers solutions that are available for our customers to use and deploy automatically one of them is a centralized logging solution and the second one is a gaming analytics pipeline so we'll start with the centralized logging one first but maybe before we do that Garvit, do you want to give us a, a reminder of why we have created these sort of answer packages for our customers? Sure, Simon. Uh, so we, um, uh, AWS Solutions Builder team, um, provide uh, answers to some of the common solutions uh, across uh, different industry verticals. So um, uh, both me and Tom are part of that team. Um, and the way we provide these uh, answers to the customer is in form of one-click deployments. So we take care of the uh, architectural best practices, sec- security best practices. So all the customers really have to do is uh, deploy these solutions, uh, and we wrap it up in uh, in CloudFormation stack. Uh, stack. So it's really easy for customers to deploy these solutions, and uh, once they deploy it, uh, they can really tweak it and customize it based on their custom requirements. Uh, uh, and if they don't like the solution, they can. Uh, um, delete that stack uh, so uh, really uh, it really helps the customers to have a baseline infrastructure ready uh, with one click deployment and then build on top of it it's a pretty cool concept and when i think about it it reminds me you know back in the day when i worked elsewhere we used to create these big white papers about how to deploy things and it had lots of command line and text and stuff but still as a customer you had to really do it from scratch. Whereas the nice thing with these solutions is that if you like the solution you see, you click the button and the cloud formation spins up and you go. Uh, and if you want to modify it, as you said, you can. So it's really is this next generation of view of what a pre-canned solution can look like and how quickly you can get it deployed, which is really nice. So we've got two that we're going to talk about today. And I think we'll start with a pretty generalist case or something that affects most customers, which is centralized logging. Uh, Most customers need to bring their logs into one place and do stuff with them, stuff being many different things. Um, Which one of you wants to give us the the brief on why you built this? Yes, Simon. So I can go ahead and talk about the centralized logging uh, solution or the centralized logging answer. So uh, this was a very common customer ask, uh, around infrastructure management. Uh, so when customers have uh, multiple accounts, it gets really difficult for, for them to have an efficient log management strategy. So it was a it was a common ask coming from the field. So we decided to take it up and we came up with this really efficient and effective log management strategy, which works across multiple regions and multiple accounts. So that's what we have in the centralized logging solution. To talk about uh, details of the solution, uh, the solution leverages Amazon Elasticsearch service uh, for log indexing and Kibana to provide 
customers with a dashboard and uh, real-time actionable insight into the into the logs. Then there are certain logs uh, that are sub- supported by the uh, by the solution. Uh, so the customers can stream their application logs, uh, Amazon VPC logs, CloudTrail logs, uh, or essentially any other CloudWatch logs to the centralized Elasticsearch domain. Um, and again, as I was uh, mentioning earlier, it's uh, wrapped up in a CloudFormation template. So it's a one-click deployment. Uh, uh, the customers can just uh, deploy that stack in their account and get started. And another key feature that I would like to tell is this is an existing solution. So we had a um, lot of uh, customer requests on on improvements and features that they were looking in the centralized logging solution. So it's 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 uh, version 2.0 of a solution that we released uh, earlier last year. And this is a great example, I think, of that ability to to rev and improve these solutions. So we're giving customers a very familiar view through Gabbana and Elasticsearch and, and tools that are commonly used out there. But what we're doing here is making it easy to send the data in to those environments. And I think, as you mentioned, cross account, which is obviously uh, a common deployment scenario, but maybe a little tricky for some to deploy. Yes, Simon. So, yeah, I can talk a bit more about the uh, architecture. Uh, so the way the customers deploy it, uh, we support a hub and spoke model. So the customers deploy the master template um, in the account where they want to centralize all the logs. And then they deploy the spoke templates in, in the spoke accounts. So uh, once they deploy the uh, master template, it creates a master role. Uh, uh, and that establishes uh, trust relationships uh, with, and and that role can be assumed only by the Lambda functions uh, in the Spoke account. So the customers uh, mention which accounts they want to allow uh, to index in the centralized uh, uh, centralized Elasticsearch domain and which Lambda functions they want to allow to assume that role. And then the Lambda indexes the logs on the Elasticsearch domain. Um, another security best practice that we followed here was to uh, restrict access to the Kibana dashboard using uh, Apache Web Proxy. That is another nice feature uh, on top of the solution. A uh, couple of awesome um, uh, features that we added uh, uh, were we allow the customers to opt in uh, opt into a demo uh, stack deployment. So we provide a demo stack uh, with the master and the spoke template. Um, and if the customer chooses to, they can deploy that demo stack with with those templates. So what the demo stack really does is um, it allows the customers to see the solution in action uh, without waiting on the data. So once the customers deploy the stacks with the demo demo template, uh, it deploys the sample system uh, for them. In 20 minutes, they can really see the solution in action. They can see the log streaming into the Elasticsearch domain, and they, they can see some nice real-time Kibana dashboards to give them some insight into those logs. Uh, so that that's really good for the customers to see the solution in action right away. That's handy. So within about 20 minutes, you can see, does this kind of feel like the thing you might want to use? If if then a customer is using that and going, hey, this, this feels right, how long would a a more uh, expansive deployment take? Like what sort of time frame is typical? So uh, the solution uh, provides uh, different custom uh, T-shirt sizing, small, medium, large. 
And behind the scene, it's uh, really provisioning the Elasticsearch domain for the customers. Uh, so based on the T-shirt sizing they opt, the deployment can take about 20 minutes, uh, but that is for the large T-shirt sizing. If they go with a smaller one, that would probably take less time. That's fantastic. So really, if you're thinking about deploying this, you could kind of dedicate a good morning to it and uh, probably have something pretty cool to show by lunchtime. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Hey, Tom, let's shift over to uh, our gaming analytics pipeline. And, of course, when we all think of gaming, we think of the cool stuff. We think of the graphics and the interaction and the gaming experience. But there's a lot of really complicated stuff that happens at the back end and this gaming analytics pipeline's kind of aimed on that. So maybe tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, sure. So our gaming analytics pipeline was born out of a collaboration with Amazon Game Studios. They had to build a lot of this stuff for themselves to really figure out what's going on inside the game so they can iterate on it. Um, analytics are pretty important for just about everything, but in kind of the rapid pace cycles of the gaming environment, it's really critical to know what's going on inside it so you can make a better player experience and uh, get more get more users. So um, we worked along with that. We built a solution. It's a Kinesis-based Kinesis architecture. And at its heart, what you're doing is you're sending telemetry to a Kinesis stream. And then we have a Kinesis Analytics application that is ingesting that stream and taking all that telemetry data, batches it up, and it puts it into S3. And while it's batching it up, it's doing some basic data sanitization, validation, things like that. Once the data is stored in S3, it sends another event to another Kinesis stream, and a second application picks up the pointer to that batched telemetry. And it does a little bit more work there to deduplicate events and things like that, and then sends it into Redshift as a data warehouse where you can do some operations on it from there. So, so there's a few interesting elements that the architecture just going to pause you there because there's some some cool stuff going on there. Firstly, I think it's interesting how the original telemetry is coming in through the Kinesis stream, but kind of as soon as you can, you're dumping it out to S3 as the bulk storage, and then really it's only metadata that's continuing the journey through the Kinesis streams. Is that a fair a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's just a consideration of how much data we want to throw uh, through Kinesis and just seems to be a little bit more efficient that way. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one because we often forget that just because something's in a particular transport doesn't mean we can't put it somewhere else and then just send the metadata around. It tends to be far more scalable. You mentioned also that consumer application, and that's launched in Elastic Beanstalk. How customizable is that component for customers? Uh, it's incredibly customizable. So um, like the other solutions we have, everything is available on GitHub and open sourced, and we have build scripts and everything packaged up with it. So you could pretty easily go into GitHub, clone the package, uh, tinker around in there and build your own version of it and upload a new version to Elastic Beanstalk if you see any improvements that you need. So that gives us a lot of options. So let's maybe dive into a little more because I, I was very rude and interrupted you, Tom, so sorry about that. But it was too exciting to talk about Kinesis. Um, once the data sort of flows through, what's what's happening on the Redshift end? How frequently are updates happening, etc.? Yeah, so um, there are some interesting trade-offs between 
how quickly you want the data to flow through the pipeline and how efficiently you want to batch it. So we offer two different modes right now. And one of them is what we'd consider more production ready. And so that takes about uh, 20 minutes for the data to get through the pipeline. But it does a really good job of batching everything together and minimizing the number of API calls and things like that. We also ship it with what we call a demo mode, which is not as good on the batching, but it's just meant to show the information flowing through the pipeline. So you end up with something more on the order of about two minutes. Um, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> so you can kind of choose uh, how quick or how detailed it is. And how long does it take for it to actually spin up? So if I spin up my cloud formation here, how long am I likely to wait? Yeah, I think it's about 15 minutes or so. Um, we are using Elastic Beanstalk just to get some really basic uh, load balancing and things like that. So it spins up three different sub stacks. Uh, so those take a little bit of time, but I mean, ultimately it's 15 minutes to get a couple of months worth of infrastructure work uh, put together on your account. That's pretty cool. And on the analytics side, so we get the data into Redshift, which is obviously is a great place to do analytics. However, it's not a visualization engine, but this solution's kind of allowed you to have choice into how you visualize. So obviously you could use Amazon QuickSight, but you don't have to. Is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I'd absolutely suggest starting off in QuickSight and messing around building some visualizations there. In addition, though, we packaged some Python scripts to let you do some some pretty cool stuff. So one of the things that it comes with is a heat map generator. So when you run this, we spin up an EC2 instance that's within the VPC and it has access to Redshift and everything that you need. And you can run these scripts. You can run a set of scripts that sends some dummy data through. And it's actual real gameplay, like a kill feed from a game from one of the Amazon Game Studios offerings. And so that feeds through and we're in the demo mode. So it takes about two minutes to get through. And then you can create a heat map visualization. So it's overlaid on top of the level and it shows where all of the deaths in the game happen. So, you know, black means not a lot of actions happening. Red means a little bit. And then you get white hot. And that's where people are uh, seeing a lot of action there. So then you can kind of use that to uh, start to ask questions about what's going on in the game and um, come up with some ideas on how to change it. Always a good way to find if there's any of those campers yeah. camping around on your map somewhere. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Camping. And let's talk quickly about security because obviously this is uh, data being streamed from game behavior. Uh, what about things like encryption and other protections? Yeah, um, pretty pretty simple answer. Everything everything's encrypted um, in transport and at rest. It's locked down, so yeah, <laughs> not much else to say there. Um, everything's <laughs> locked down, so you have to have permissions to post the Kinesis streams and things like that. Um, everything ships within a VPC that's pretty secure to begin with, and then you can kind of add your own customizations from there as you see fit. Sounds good. Well, it sounds like definitely if you're building interactive games and you want to understand more about the behavior within those games, this would kind of be a good solution to use. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to be down at GDC in San Francisco coming up in a couple of weeks now, um, and we're going to be demoing this live at our booth. So if any of the listeners want to swing on by, come say hey. Sounds good. Excellent. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having me.
And yep, Gavin, thank you for joining us as well. Fantastic. And thanks everyone for listening. We do love to get your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com. And until next time, keep on building.